Hello and greetings. Today I'm going to share the story about the National Association of Medical Examiners. This is the story about what happened to my father. My father was shot and killed back in 1965, November 30th, 1965. The incident occurred at 121 East 2, sorry, correction. The incident occurred at 237 East 121st Street in Harlem, New York. Um, the account that was given by the, the responding officers who shot and killed him, they claimed that they chased him, ran into his apartment, and shot at him two times. That's their account. However, the New York City medical examiner back in 1965, the gentleman's name, the angel, the hero, sent from above, the doctor's name was Dr. William Sterner. William Q. Sterner. The NYPD attempted to enter his cause of death as natural causes. Yeah. The medical examiner corrected that and entered the correct cause of death, homicide. Bullet wounds of back, right shoulder, lungs, heart, liver, stomach, left kidney, spine, bilateral hemothorax, hemiperitoneum homicidal. I made this discovery at the age of 14. At the age of 14, I had no no idea on how to process this. It was just something that I I stored away and said that I will deal with it later. I was married at the age of 18, became pregnant, had my son, all in that order. It wasn't baby before marriage, it was marriage, then then the little watermelon seed that grew into my beautiful, handsome son. Um, that marriage went south rather, rather quickly, like quicksand, but, you know, two kids, 18 years old, getting married, well, you're going to set up a recipe for disaster unless you have the family unit there to be supportive. That wasn't the case my story, on my side, um, nor on his side either because, well, he, where he came from. So with that being said, um, I had other stuff that I had to take care of. So this was something that was placed on the back burner. When I was younger, after I had my son, I wanted to, prior to having my son, I wanted to join the military, but I didn't, um, I got detracted, you know, uh, fell in love, so I thought, and well, then along came marriage, and then the baby carriage. Fast forward, um, I started working for the city of New York as a civilian with the former New York City Transit Police. I was a police administrative aide. I started with the city December, December 9th, 1985. Um, with that, gainfully employed, worked for different city agencies. Um, I had taken the written test to become a police officer and to become a corrections officer. Well, back then, 
in the early 80s, what the NYPD was doing, they would they still do it now, the one, in, one out of three, they were bumping female minorities, female black, female Latinas, female Asians out of the box to become police women. Right? This is all recorded. There's lawsuits that have gone on about this. When you go to be you you start going for the background check for the police department, um, you know, it's a lengthy process. My son's father, his family, they were involved with organized crime. I knew nothing of this. I was an eighteen year old kid. I had no knowledge of any of the any of this. I put my hand, right hand to God, right hand to God. I knew none of this. Um, I found this out later on when my son was about five years old. When my son was five years old, I was employed with the city of New York, 1985. So actually he was six because he was born in 79. So that was my intent. My goal was to make sure that I was set up, that I had my own pension, my own security, because nobody was going to be a security, provide security for me, but me. Although I remarried, I married a New York City fireman. He was totally against me working for the city. And I remember telling him, nope, I'm getting my own pension. He was like, you don't need a pension. You're going to have my pension. I was like, nope, I want my own. Nope, I want my own. And that's just how I've always been able, you know. Nothing comes to you on a silver platter. Anything that comes to you on a silver platter gets tarnished very quickly. Trust and believe that. Okay? So, anyway, while going through the background investigations, um, they bumped me from the becoming a police officer. They said that I felt a psychological. I went through to, to re, you know, go against that. So this doctor, Dr. Robert Daly, he evaluated me, talked to me, he was like, there's nothing wrong with you. What happened was during the investigation, the one psychologist, he was this um, very clean cut, very, um, you know, like a nerdy type of dude. He was talking to me about stuff, asking me questions. I had gotten mugged back in 1981. And um, I put that down. You know, you have to put down if you've ever been a victim of a crime, you have been arrested, da 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 Okay. So I, I explained. I put that down. He said, well, what happened after that? I said, well, I was shook up. Um, I didn't feel like going outside for a little bit. But then I got my head together and I was okay. He was like, well, what do you mean you felt shook up? I said, well... Here's what I mean. If somebody hits you in the face and you fly into the street, wouldn't you be shook up? I guess he didn't like my response. I was being 100% natural and real with him. So he put down, you know, probably, oh, she's too aggressive. She's too aggressive. Okay. Then, um, you know, just asking these, these bogus questions. You know, we had moved quite often when we were kids. Well, why did you move so much? I said, well, my mother was a blind, handicapped woman, and she had to take apartments that were suitable for for us, for us kids. And I said to him, where did you grow up? He goes, well, we're not here to ask about me. Yeah. He grew up in probably Cupcake, Long Island, or, you know, a cupcake upstate, you know, with his ass powdered, you know? Anyway, so that that's what happened. That's why I didn't become a cop. But God works in strange ways. All right. The same thing happened with corrections. When I was doing my background investigation for the New York City Corrections Department, this one investigator said to me, 
you know, your husband's father, your, your ex-husband, you know, they're, they're involved with organized crime. I said, and? I said, what does that have to do with me? I said, I was an 18-year-old girl who got married. I knew nothing about this until after my, until my son was five years old about what type of stuff they did in the streets. That had nothing to do with me. I said, I'm here now to get a job and to secure a job and to set myself up for my future and for my son's future. I guess he didn't like that. So anyway, the, the whole game. But it's all part of a book. It's all part of a bigger story. So this is why I share my stories, because I have been very outspoken, very outspoken for people, for injustice. Always, always, always speak up when you see something, because the injustice among us is a fungus. And I'm going to leave it there. I have more to follow. If you like what I have to say, follow my channel. Stay tuned. I'll be back. Always speak up. Do not close your eyes. Look the other way when you see stuff that is not correct. Because the only way to make change is by bringing the change into the light. The changes that need to be made have to be brought into the light. There's been a lot of closeted, closeted stuff that goes on. And you know what? The closet doors are open and all the secrets are coming out. On that note, I'll be back. If you like what I have to say, follow my channel. Peace and blessings. Do the right thing by people. Don't lie to people. Take care of your health. Stay hydrated. And please don't drink and drive. Don't be under any influence operating machinery. Because if you do, you're an idiot. And you put others at risk. Have a good day. Bye.